0: friends welcome back to the film alchemist podcast the show where we look at movies we love break them apart to find out what gives them their magic i'm your host josh griffey joined again on this never-ending october nightmare uh my friend and returning co-host sam that's good. that was your fastest one yet that was good <laughs> you're finally embracing your dream powers all I'm right awake. guys as you know. I'm Yeah, fully, fully awake. Uh this October we are plowing through every nightmare on Elm Street, every Friday the thirteenth. The Lighthouse, the Parasite, Three from Hell, and culminating on Halloween Day with Freddie versus Jason. So I hope you guys are having fun doing this with us. Today we find ourselves again in a nightmare, but not our own nightmare, question mark. (laughs) Uh in nightmare on Elm Street five, the dream child. Sam Initial
1: thoughts on The Dream Child, this fifth installment of the Nightmare series. Um, well, it's... I actually watched this, like, last week, so I'm looking down at my notes trying to remember. And my first, my first note <laughs> that is... that good that it's not even memorable to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember the first half was terrible, but my, my first note was Defeatus' dream. Defeatus? Fetus. Like a baby.
0: Yeah, no, this is the weird part, right? Because... We spend the first half of the movie trying to figure out what's happening because Alice, the dream master, is now on tilt saying something has changed. I don't have the power anymore. She feels not in control
1: of her own dream life, right? Actually, before we go on, can you get me caught up? Because I kind of jumped into episode five without watching the first four in quite some time. (laughs) You are doing so much legwork as a co-host. I appreciate it. No, <laughs> yeah, no so, problem, dude. Nightmare three is the classic
0: dream Warriors, right? This that is one where the I remember. Kids yeah. Get the powers and fight. In part four, the three surviving kids from the asylum return to school because that's something normal. Hey, three kids that were in the mental asylum and surrounded by dead other kids in your uh, group, we'll let you back into the population, right? Reagan Freddie slays did. those three, including Kristen, who has the power to pull people into her dreams. Kristen, in doing yeah. such, she pulls alice into her dreams who becomes the new uh last girl and mm. alice's power is uh essentially dream mastering where she can gather the in part four she gathers the souls of all of her friends that freddie kills and they have a showdown right mm. so in this one her and dan are the surviving kids from part four and that's yeah. who we see uh banging in the very first scene sort of funny note the guy who's actually banging her who's super jacked That is the guy who played Super Freddy in the comic book dream, Nightmare. (laughs) Oh, He's the buff extra. Yeah, they had him there, and they're like, hey, you're huge and muscly. Do you want to go roll around? He's like, yep. So that is not Dan. That is a muscle-bound Super Freddy. So, (laughs) okay, so Nightmare 5, right? We're far enough in now. What I like to do, we've, we've done a lot of our Freddy and this and that. What did this movie add to the nightmare mythology that you really liked? Was there a kill that stood out to you? I think that's a fun place to start these when you're this far into a series.
1: Um, yeah, I thought that the comic book stuff was actually pretty cool. I know a lot of people didn't like that. You liked the comic book kill? Yeah, I thought it was cool. When the guy you killed know and- funny. I'm like half
0: and half, because when I see the comic book kill. And they do the aha moment, right, from that take on me. That is the classic aha music video that they just directly ripped off for the start of this kill when really? he gets pulled into the comic, right?
1: Oh, when he's running up to the house or whatever? Yeah.
0: yeah. And seeing Freddie's skateboard, I was like, oh, my God. It really bothered me. I thought it was shockingly <laughs> bad and childish and annoying. Another weird thing, I believe that entire set was actually painted black and white. That was not a post-production ad.
1: Ooh. Well, Which that's is fucking seems insane, stupid. right? Yeah, it seems, seems stupid. Like, seems why, nonsensical, why? right? <laughs> but uh, the, fuck, the thing
0: I like about the comic book kill is I liked when he got slashed, right? When the cartoon guy got slashed to ribbons and his color drained. Yeah. So I I like that visual. I just don't like the entire setup of Skateboard Freddy and Super Freddy. It's a little too Bugs Bunny for me, which is kind of what's happening in this movie on and the rest of the series.
1: Well, this entire movie was like that. Like when he has the long arms, I'm like, okay. like it's
0: not as bad. Like once you get to Freddy's dead, you're like he's just a full on Bugs Bunny. Like there's no more boogeyman. Right. Mm -hmm. I think the comic book kill is an interesting thing I wanted to bring up. This is the movie where all of the kills feel wrong. Right? It feels like they totally missed what the kill should have been. So, our three main kids that we see die, right? Not including Mm -hmm. Dan, who dies on a motorcycle. That that,
1: might have been the coolest one. That was like Hellraiser esque.
0: Yeah, that was very Giger, right? Because he's Mm -hmm. just, I have a need for speed. That looked cool. And then it ends in a car accident. That was all
1: fine, right? Like a human melding with the machine. Kind of like Warhammer 40K. But
0: again, it's like, what does this have to do with Dan? All. Well, so I mean, here's the, the three new kids. Guy. This is the question I have, right? Mm-hmm. So we give them each one trait that then makes them. That's their kind of quick character trait. So we can put them in an archetype, right? Yeah. The comic book kid is terrified of blood to the point he passes out. For him to die in a kill that does not involve a fuckload of blood, right? right? That feels like a huge missed opportunity.
1: Yeah, why create uh, that character plot yeah, or whatever? The
0: girl who thinks whose mom wants her to be this pristine model has a room full of uh, those creepy-ass China dolls. Mm -hmm. That should have been the kill, not a throw-in in in the comic book dream. The other girl who has asthma, right? She's trying really hard in all of her sports and diving and school. You know, maybe she's running around so much that she can't actually catch her breath. She gets attacked by a test robot, and then Freddy sucks her face. So it is that that one's close. You're like, I guess that's asthma adjacent. I thought she
1: lived, though, didn't she?
0: No, she dies in the class.
1: The The girl that doesn't believe that Freddy's real? Yeah. She oh, no, died.
0: she's the one who comes back.
1: And she point. goes swimming, and then she escapes. And then she helps Wait, Oh, kill. my
0: God, I'm mixing it up. You that's okay, from part yeah, four. Yeah. I was okay, like, so ah, never mind. Okay. I'm mixing she, it up, right? She, so I don't think is, she has asthma
1: either. <laughs> no, that's in part <laughs> God four. God damn it, dude.
0: <laughs> I know. I'm messing all my You've movies up. You've watched too many
1: movies watching. this month, I think. Oh, my God, dude.
0: Yeah, my brain is so fried on Nightmare on Elm Street. But back to the point, though, right? I think the point still stands of, so the comic book kid not having blood as part of his kill seems like an enormous missed opportunity. And then the model dying not as a China doll, right? They kind of go with the more classic models can't eat, right? And it's just kind of this grotesque. I mean, I guess he's feeding her bits of a China doll that's supposed to look like her. But then you're like, so is her fear cannibalism or eating herself? It just, She's, this yeah. is the weird thing. The nightmares in this feel very disconnected from where we are uh, with the characters, right? I definitely thought Take hers was the Take away the Nightmare 4 dream that I just pitched you, right? The sucking face. That's in Nightmare 4. Yeah, I but, don't uh, know that. Yeah, those two kids, I felt like, it just felt odd, right? This is the point in the Nightmare series where this one felt very much like we just need to make another nightmare movie. Mm-hmm. right so it doesn't feel like you have these people really thinking through these deaths right we don't have a ton of them in this movie either uh dan's death i think is very visually cool mm-hmm. but it's not really the most interesting way to take that character out right i mean i thought it was cool and i, no, I like I mean, the i it like it the whole cool. scene leading All right, up to so it. so this too. brings me to a question for you then right. when you're watching a nightmare movie and a Freddy kill is it more important that just the imagery is fun for you or do you like it to have this manifest uh, personality trait? Also, cause this is something I said, one of the things I like about Freddie versus someone like Jason, I think there's an extra level of terror when these kids wake up in the real world and people don't necessarily believe that Freddie's involved, right? They think these are just delusional kids and yeah. Dan's death did have that. Cause they think it's just a drunk driving accident, essentially.
1: Well, yeah, he did fall asleep at the wheel, so there's really yeah, no so difference. Yeah,
0: so for you, is is a nightmare kill more about the fun visual or about helping, uh, are you letting the character build their own uh, death dream?
1: Um, I mean, I definitely agree with you that the death should be appropriate to, if you take the time to write out a flaw for a character, you should definitely exploit that when you kill them. Right, that's the thing
0: I was confused about, because I'm like, you gave each of these characters this really one recognizable trait. Yeah. Except for the girl whose entire trait is, I guess, diving and not believing her friends, right? Just kind of being a shitty friend.
1: That's why she lives. She has no friends. Yeah, she's
0: the only one who's like, I don't buy into this shit, so I can't be killed by it. (laughs) Until
1: Freddie actually grabs her. She doesn't believe shit. Yeah, right? Which is probably what everyone, that's probably (laughs) the, the normal reaction, I would guess. Yeah, for sure. No, I mean, um, I
0: think that's one of those things, though, right? This movie feels just a little off in the Freddy part. The thing mm-hmm. they add to the mythology in this movie that I really loved, I loved the parallel mother journey between Alice and... Uh, Amanda. Freddy's mom, right? Amanda Kruger. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really fucking cool. That, And this is the weird part, logic-wise, is her child is bringing her into dreams that are being influenced by Freddie to make her take the place of Amanda Kruger who ultimately becomes his downfall. <laughs> so it's a weird way to get there, but I like the way they have Alice jumping into Amanda Kruger's uh, dreams, man. Cause as a person who has kids, I think there is this terrifying unknown about it.
1: Mm, yeah.
0: It is really extra scary, right? Cause I was watching this thing about serial killers the other night. Mm -hmm. And they showed this – it's this British lady who went on – she was like a spree killer, right? She only killed a handful, but she wanted to kill more. They just caught her. And they showed a picture of her as like a first-grade kid, and she's just like this adorable little kid. Yeah. Like this adorable, full-of-life, bright-eyed little kid. And you're like, oh, my God, that becomes this fucking maniac. Everyone,
1: everyone's a kid. Like, look at the pictures of Adolf as a kid. You're like, holy shit, that guy's going to end up killing, you know, how many people – but that's what million? I mean.
0: Right. That is fucking insane to think about for us parents sometimes. And I thought this was a really cool way to add that in, you know, um, Yeah. because it, we start off and we're in the asylum and just the imagery of that insane asylum. Right. Where we see Robert England mulling around. And when she's put in the habit and dropped amongst these fucking maniacs and they all descend upon her,
1: mm-hmm. that's a
0: really fucking scary
1: scene. That is a cool scene. It doesn't seem like Freddy to me, though.
0: But see, that's what I mean, right? The Freddy in the movie feels off, but if you're just going down the journey of how terrifying it is for the mothers, it almost plays as a different movie, right? Because Amanda Krueger having this absolute most horrific version of the mother journey, and then Alice now starting this, being haunted by Freddy, losing her, you know fiance guy she was gonna marry uh in-laws trying to fucking take the baby before it's born i mean this is a really fucking scare it, it gets into one of the cooler things that Freddy does right whereas jason occupies the physical world and he'll come hunt you down and kill you Freddy, by his very nature must inhabit his victim right so he's entering you into your mind right that is where yeah. freddie Freddy's attacks take place within your own body. And to use the... You have to you know, know of him
1: and believe in him, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing. He he enters your dreams. It's one of the things that gets lost in some of the nightmares like this one. You are creating the dream that you get killed. Freddy can alter it and this and that, but it's
1: your head. It's your dream. Quick question. That you're fighting. What? Isn't there a drug you can take that you just don't dream?
0: Well, this is something they started in... Uh, earlier in the series right where there is this drug uh hypnocell it was an experimental non-fda approved drug that tried to suppress dreams
1: but it really just kept you in a dream forever
0: no they just use it as a suppressant and then of course they get off of it or the doctors are like this is crazy and then they start getting murdered yeah you should uh, be
1: dreaming for sure
0: yeah so they address that they're like we don't want to treat them like guinea pigs like well they're fucking being murdered so maybe okay so
1: you know (laughs) how i know this was an 80s movie
0: uh, every single frame of it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, other than how it looks, um, the one scene where Alice is talking to the comic book guy, I didn't actually write down his name, but, right. uh, he's like, well, you know, you could, uh, just have it taken care of. And the girl's oh, like, my oh, my god, I would never do that. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, you definitely would do that. You I forgot they broached the old abortion topic. Yeah, that's that's heavy poolside. Even when even when Freddy's coming to kill you, you won't have an abortion. That's definitely an eighties mentality.
0: Yeah, Jesus. No, that wasn't by the pool. And they, yeah, yeah. Well, I no, think it was. Yeah, something it's, like that. But that's what I mean, though, right? That that to me, because every sequel movie, what I'm looking for is what are you adding to the series, and what new area are you pushing my brain to examine the character, right? Yeah. Like even something like a series I love, like Candyman, Child's Play, stuff like that. I think the reason they're on a slightly less tier is the sequels don't add a lot to the mythology, right? And I think the really good ones you're adding, what this movie adds is I like the time spent with Amanda Kruger. I think that is truly terrifying and they kind of shoot it in this evil dead look, right? Mm-hmm. the cameras are all slightly yeah ijar. it's like in a you're...
1: castle or some shit I'm yeah like, you're a
0: little too close to well it's like a, a catholic asylum i believe is what how it is.
1: old is freddie krueger's also is she, has she been in the series i think before? they
0: said later in the series he was born in 1948 or no that was when jason was born
1: yeah that was when jason was born yeah
0: but yeah it was around that time i mean in freddie's dead when you see him in his life it's clearly the 50s when he's a young adult okay so yeah, so he he's an
1: older gentleman cuz right? the kids are in their 20s or whatever when he's Yeah, they're all like high school early college age, right? Gotcha.
0: But that's what I mean. I think the Amanda Krueger thing is an exceptionally interesting new facet cuz it, again, it's truly terrifying imagery. Mm-hmm. You know, just anytime you see this innocent nun uh you know taken by these fucking maniacs and then the second insult to her you know virtue is just having to give birth to this and when she gives birth to a little fucking demon freddy holy shit man that scene is brutal
1: (laughs) well yeah i wrote that down i didn't really understand that so that's just supposed to be like a symbolic representation because she didn't actually give birth to freddy disfigured right he got burned in a building
0: right no so freddy is born again in this nightmare it's essentially yeah he's coming through so he he's now found his way back after his defeat in the dream master oh, okay so in his channel back was the child again this is always kind of the weird like how do they kill him how do they bring him back but yeah this is more of a symbolic birth right this is his birth back into the film that's as the definitely
1: like an evil dead thing too so yeah. look like claymation baby demon
0: oh it looks awesome though man if you ever like google it you can find the production stills dude they did it's a, such a cool looking model
1: that's a cool model and they did some other cool i think the claymation in the fridge was really cool when all yeah. the food started rotting i was like oh that's dope yeah no there
0: there's some really good stuff in this movie practical wise right yeah. but again i i like the amanda krueger i like the fact of it's it's a fucked up thing. Like you said, I kind of forgot they approached the abortion topic because that is kind of one of the questions. Yeah, that stuck out movie. in my mind
1: because I was like, the whole time, is just, you know, there's a way to handle this.
0: <laughs> I know, right? But then that's the thing. He's already back. So once he's already back, then you're just taking the kid out for nothing. The yeah, but you don't the you won't have poses the, the dreams is in what the What if, of. and this gets back to the birth scene with Amanda's, Freddie wants her child, right? When he gathers enough of the souls or whatnot, and we see the souls being fed through the umbilicus you're like oh mm. my god and they they cast the perfect kid right i thought i
1: thought that was her vagina <laughs>
0: <laughs> she's he's in the womb <laughs> the umbilical yeah. cord is how the baby eats but in this baby he's eating
1: souls oh, okay they didn't explain <laughs> that very well because i was like man did they just shoot a camera up her vagina You didn't understand the look who's talking rules,
0: right? That The inside of the womb. (laughs) I guess, man. That's kind of personal, though. You didn't understand the inside of the womb
1: model. You thought that that was all filmed intravenously. (laughs) Yeah, how come this didn't get an uh, (laughs) X-rated thing? You
0: You fucking maniac. No, but
1: but (laughs) But that kid. that's the
0: question, though, right? So – she, in a way, living through Amanda, could also be giving birth to the new Freddy. That's a heavy fucking topic, man. Because then you're really forcing the abortion issue right to the front.
1: Well, like, is If it, you
0: know that your kid from the start is, a serial killer is full of ill-gotten souls and Freddy Krueger, can you in good conscience just give birth to that kid? No. Right?
1: <laughs> no. It's like, uh, what's or, that movie with Tom me Cruise? me this,
0: though. If you give birth to Freddy, do you use your child as a flesh prison for him? So Wait, you keep him where well, he is, he can invade multiple people through the dreams, right? Yeah. If you keep him as a little kid, Freddy can't really go on a murder spree until he's... How old are you till you could physically probably kill someone? Like 10? Three? Three! Dude, I'll three, tell you this, I have a four-year-old. He could not take me out. He could kill you.
1: Dude, more people than you think get killed by four-year-olds.
0: You're saying if he had like an exact expert murderer old mind. No, I'm just saying you leave where your strike. gun,
1: leave your gun laying around. He finds it. Oops. This
0: there is was where a... I dropped the uh, Wayne's World defense. I don't even have a gun, let alone <laughs> a gun, mini guns that necessitate a wreck. So I'm uh... safe for four year olds. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
1: <laughs> nice. Yeah,
0: I don't know. I, I was thinking maybe Alice, uh, Mr. Mark, and that by using her child as a prison, maybe this is making Freddie
1: less dangerous. Well, but if he's already in the child and she aborted him, wouldn't that be kind of like killing him again?
0: No, because then he's still in a spirit. He's never entered corporeal form.
1: Oh, I see what you're saying. Keeping him alive, but keep him like locked up. Yeah,
0: keep his spirit locked in. that well, why kid wouldn't so he's no longer a dream demon?
1: Why wouldn't he have? He wouldn't have dream powers as a. What if he goes to sleep as a kid? Isn't he gonna be in someone's dream?
0: What I think happens is it becomes this being John Malkovich, where Freddie's steering the kid and the kid's just watching, helpless, unable to control his own body.
1: That kid seemed like he was already – he already knew words and shit.
0: Well, right, because Freddie has coaxed him into a dream, right? So Freddie's feeding him misinformation through the dream yeah. about how mommy and daddy don't love him enough, right? So by the time it's revealed that it's their kid or whatnot, which is pretty obvious the whole time, I think what Freddie's doing is kind of crafting this version of the kid to where, you know – Cause he could, and as a baby, you have—I don't even know what a baby would dream about. All you've seen is pink goo. That's in what I'm maybe saying. Your hands. How would he?
1: Uh, how would he even? So this
0: is where Freddy's powers to help craft the dream come in. Yeah. Right. So essentially, he's just trying to harness the negative energies that he can get within this child. But also, the, kid... the child is being fed ill-gotten souls. Maybe that is helping jumpstart his ability to understand language and images.
1: Maybe. I feel like they could have done a better job of making the kid, like, start off somewhat pleasant. And then as the movie progressed, have him become, or have him, like, Frodo. How Frodo became a little bit more dark. (laughs) You wanted him to have
0: a precious. You're like, where's his precious?
1: Well, like, he just seems like a nice little kid. Even at the end, he's like, just, he's that Well, most kids are,
0: right? Like, even an abused, broken kid, I think by your nature, you're still kind of, somewhat optimistic you're not old enough yet to be like well this is the end even if it might be right you're like kids have this infinite horizon that the rest of us don't have what i think i think what it is is it's one of those things as a filmmaker you have to say am i really worried about the nitpick of how does a baby know language and images or do i really want this cool analogy to run parallel with amanda and alice am i willing to just take that you know nitpick
1: and I would say, yeah, fuck yeah, I'll do that. I just say, you know, write something different if you're gonna write. Right,
0: but this is the thing: if the kid's already six when we meet him in the film, I don't think the movie works as effectively.
1: Well, I'm just saying, you don't you don't need to have the kid be anything to do with it. Just come up with you know, a totally different is, story.
0: The kid is cool on a couple levels to me. I think the kid is integral to what makes this film work mm. because. Again, it, it highlights one of the scariest things about Freddie is the invasion of your body, right? You're not in control of your body. And also by making her pregnant and forcing her to confront that this could be a murderous baby or whatnot and make her question the ending the pregnancy uh, debate, right? Now she's staring at, this is the last piece of the man I have, right? Do I keep it for that? Do I get rid of it because of this dream demon? Is that letting him win? Then her parents come in and start trying to take him up. So the whole movie, Alice has—we see the Dream Master now powerless in dreams and her own reality, and I think that adds an extra level of sadness <laughs> and, uh, you know, depth to these characters in this movie.
1: Yeah, see, I didn't think of her as a Dream Master um, because she—that's well, what sh- she was in the last movie, right?
0: If Freddy killed her friends, she would gain some of their abilities, right? So by the end of the movie, she does almost like a Power Ranger and puts on, like, an artifact from all of them and becomes this super version of the group in the dream, right? And then so goes and, like, karate kicks Why apart. didn't she
1: have any of that shit, then, with her? It's
0: a good question. What they say in the movie is that something feels different, he's stronger, and she's not in control. So by going, he's backdooring into her body, right, through her <laughs> child. Oh, my God. Again, hey. with another entry question. You Jeez said it, sake. man. No, so I th- I think the helplessness of Alice is the scariest part of this movie. And it's something that the other Nightmares don't – I mean, Nightmare 2 broaches this a lot, right? That Freddy is just your closeted, inner sexual, bestial desires wanting to break out, right? It's a werewolf movie. Hmm. Other than that one, this is the only movie that really stops and makes you have an extra level of pondering – One, the loss of control over your own self and body, both, you know, real world and uh, in your, you know, kind of imaginary body. But also, I think the thing is, too, is how one tragedy can ripple for so long. I think that's the thing that this movie adds, too, that's fun, is it gives you this whole timeline of Freddy to think about. So we see from the moment Amanda Kruger is accosted by all those maniacs through the devastation of her body through her being – her existence being somewhat covered up. We find her bricked up in a wall, you know, almost erased for something she had no fucking control over.
1: Yeah. Right? Times are different. The man. way
0: that – and again, by doing, uh, you know, this throwback to the Dream Master and now the new dream where he's taking new teenagers and feeding them to the baby and maybe being reborn in this baby, it's how this one tragedy, right, this one existence of Freddy Krueger just keeps – fucking going cycle and cycle and the amount of bodies he churns up. It's one of those things in these series of horror movies that you just don't stop and think about enough is how many people's lives have been ruined by that one incident where those two guys left her locked in with the maniacs.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, think about
0: all the kids and all the kids, families and friends that are then traumatized by the deaths and the ripple effect of how big, one tragedy can become right and in this one it obviously takes this gigantic form of a you know scarred boogeyman with knife fingers but i think that's fucking scary and it's another fun thing to add to the the unknowing mama fuck i just have a thing growing in me i don't know <laughs> we all have hopes and dreams of what it is but you have no fucking idea man
1: yeah also man like rape doesn't always lead to serial killer babies oh, i feel like that's sure a, that's a bad message for this movie
0: I don't think that's the exact I mean the the mythology of Freddy, right? Is that uh he is the bastard son of 100 maniacs. So I think it just is something that sounds really cool. Also,
1: science doesn't work like that. I think this is a movie
0: where you could take some scientific leeway. It's about dream monsters. Right? Yeah,
1: but that's stuff that we don't know about, man. We do know about babies being born.
0: Right, but what we know is that what I think this movie's getting at too is that because when we see the scene of Freddie's birth, right? Yeah. I think what they're letting us know is that Freddie was co- essentially, this is the same concept we see now with the possibility of Jacob being born is that while a baby was born and named Fred Krueger, something else happened. There was some kind of extra layer of evil that had tainted this thing from the start. So I don't think Freddie was ever born as just a normal child. Mm. So I think, what it is is it's using a tragedy as a leaping off point, and then you know continuing that on through a boogeyman. I think it literally was just something they thought of at the start. It sounds really cool, right? The bastard son of a hundred maniacs. So like it sounds like it could be a '70s grindhouse, yeah. like a Rob Zombie it is a cool movie, something line, like that. You're you know, like, that's great. But then this one finds a way to recontextualize it and make it interesting, right? Where this tragedy happens and it continues to be reborn. The one tragedy never dies. So don't think of it as, you know, just because an evil person knocks someone up that that sperm is evil, that it's actually this evil just permeates permeates the physical world both from without and within after this happens. So I think it takes what was just kind of a cool tagline and and makes it more interesting in this movie.
1: Right. Almost like a
0: well, what so, I was going to say is I feel like the nightmares are so uninteresting in this movie for the most part. I think the, the flashbacks in the real world is really interesting and scary in this movie.
1: Yeah. I mean, I thought the nightmares were all right. But then again, I haven't been watching as many movies as you, so... Um, right.
0: I'm mm. a little overfed with... So I know all the nightmares in and out now. You know all of I just them feel like the... these aren't as interesting of nightmares and as it a lot mostly
1: the took day. place in that old castle thing
0: right the the old asylum right that old was a mental asylum that also might have been part of a giant
1: church is what they lead you to believe it did seem kind of churchy yeah and yeah, they were no, like I nuns just,
0: i thought that was fun too and the other fun thing about it was to see i liked the interplay between amanda and freddie as well this is one of the first movies where we see Freddy's actually afraid to chase someone through a dream because, oh, fuck, that's where mom is.
1: Right? That yeah. was a
0: really fun turn of events once that took place to me.
1: Well, there's like a door that he can't go past, right? Where she's Right.
0: So when she goes into kind of the asylum as a whole, right, where, you know, all the swinging lights are and all the doors and whatever, that is her realm. So when the dream enters this asylum safe space, Freddy won't go in anymore. Gotcha. That's when he's scared. I thought that was badass. I thought that was cool. What it says is that, and again, I think that adds to this ending, which is fun, is while Amanda was a victim and her trauma then gave birth, Amanda made tragedy moms out of thousands of people by this point, right? That yeah. tragedy just kept spreading and spreading. But what we find is even in death, Amanda's still fighting. And I thought that was a cool extra thing to add after the uh, you know assault origin story. I thought that was a fun way to just add some more meat to that.
1: Yeah, she was pretty hardcore. You.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, wh- so, yeah, we kind of talked about the deaths. Um, let's talk about this ending, man. I thought this this is the best part of the movie. I like the flashbacks, but I really like the endings of mm-hmm. part uh, four and part five. I think they get into this really – it almost borders on Hellraiser-ish – massive imagery, which I think is really fun. The set design. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just that's when the nightmares start to feel really interesting to me. Cause this is when we're kind of getting more into, maybe this is more of Freddy's world than the actual nightmare. So I love the part when they did the, the MC Escher sh- stairs. I thought that was insanely fun.
1: Yeah. I wrote down the labyrinth stairs.
0: Yeah, man, that was really cool. But I liked the part more. The thing that I really, uh, that gets me, I always think of it as soon as I think of this movie is when Freddy's trying to separate himself from Alice.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The makeup effects on that are just unfucking believable
1: That was pretty cool. Super cool.
0: And again, <laughs> I think it's one of those things, too. It works really well on a symbolic level. Yeah. You know, Freddy's like, I fucking used you up. I don't need you anymore. And He's going to take her the kid. Out. Yep. While Alice is also trying to exercise him and then see if they can finally defeat him. It was just really cool. And then... I don't know if I love the little kid turning into a uh, baby Freddy. Something about his yeah. voice is very off-putting to me. It's kind of scary. It's hey. very gimmicky. He's yeah. like, hey,
1: yeah. But you Teach know me. that kid. Teach I see me. that kid in <laughs> movies now, and he's an adult, and it's—he looks exactly <laughs> the same, dude. He does. He just has a beard. It's the only. It's di- he's like
0: one of those people. that's just doomed to always look like a kid they when they're
1: giant, they were giant like blue <laughs> saucer eyes. He's like a yeah. weird kid, but pretty cool. Right. I mean, I but don't, I, don't I know. like
0: the idea of. This is another one, too. This is kind of the empowerment movie, right? Take yourself back. Take control of your narrative from someone who's kind of invaded that space, right? Because this is the kid now, too.
1: Yeah, but you're Fuck a kid, you. man. You don't even have a narrative. You you, you, know, you don't even have a heart yet.
0: I know, but that's what I mean. Tabula rasa. He's in blank slate that now Freddy's fucking graffitied all over.
1: So you that vomit is the
0: cleansing uh, spew on the blackboard.
1: I know, man, but you don't know how the world works. Like, you're just... Deciding all that he knows, Freddy guy's
0: evil, right? But all he knows is that you
1: don't even know he Kind of is. the
0: images of this disgusting old child murdering pedophile dream demon and the ill gotten souls. That's his window of the world. Of course, he would be a little sad and look fucking downtrodden.
1: Yeah, but why would you be sad if that's literally
0: all you knew? You're just like, oh, this is just how the world is. Well, he he wouldn't just get their images. He would also get some of their emotions. He eats their very souls. And
1: also, why is he like a five year old kid? We talked about this. We I talked mean, about this. Freddie is crafting <laughs> him
0: to what he likes best. What did Freddie
1: like? Little kids. Uh, Freddie created
0: that Jacob
1: image. Okay. That makes more sense then. So, Jacob isn't a real thing, it's not like the no. kid's dream. Or and again,
0: is- no, he is just kind of this lost, super confused entity that Freddie is manipulating. Hmm. right essentially Jacob is the the mind of this child that Alice and Freddie are so desperately grappling for when they try to pull each other apart and I I'll tell you this I love love the imagery of the souls uh pulling on the back of Freddie yeah I thought that was so awesome man that was great and again I think it's really cool that it ends to in uh Amanda Kruger dragging Freddie into the light I think i i just think that's a really cool lasting image to me those two fighting throughout right
1: they're all gonna go to heaven together
0: yeah i guess i don't know if freddy can get in he's gotta go to like (laughs) heaven jail or whatever which i guess is hell heaven jail is hell so i don't know where they're going together how do you think they're going to an uh, elevator that goes different directions
1: how do you think freddy matches up against other demons do you think he's just like a pussy demon and he shows up in hell and he's like god no yeah, you know? no, I
0: think Freddy is probably one a of low the weakest level. demons we've ever seen. <laughs> he can
1: only kill little teenagers.
0: Again, I mean, this is Jamin's critique when we've been asking everyone all series, right? Which do you like better, Freddy or Jace? He's like, Freddy can be defeated by Red Bull, and he kills, like, two kids a movie. You know, I think it's, like, 4.2, but anyways. Well, that's not he's fair. Just like, he's just weak, and he can only kill kids in Springwood. At the start, it's only Children of Elm Street, people. So, Freddy has well, a lot of rules and restrictions, despite I think what should be unlimited
1: power. The worst thing about Freddy, like I feel like he's one of the more powerful people. You he can't be he defeated by be. he can't be defeated by Red Bull. I get how that's a joke, but eventually you right. gotta sleep. Um, I'm with you. But uh, well, that's what I, the
0: remake says. You involuntarily
1: have micro naps. Yeah, I love how they threw that in there. And Freddie's like, "No, you're gonna be night micro napping or whatever." <laughs> I'm like, "Jesus Christ!" Um, I'm gonna micro slice you but no his his obviously his biggest weaknesses people have to know about no one has to know about jason he just shows up and murders you right yeah no um, i mean
0: but i think that's what's fun about this movie too is this movie kind of answers that point right is yeah freddie gets his ability through fear the amanda kruger story is nothing but fear and misery and look at our society today what are the most popular podcasts? true crimes what do we all love murder mister i mean that shit's everywhere all the time the amanda kruger story would be you know a hundred million download podcast that we would all listen to and we get some kind of weird perverse pleasure in just being like well it's not that bad for us but her legacy would live on the fear of what happened to her becomes yeah. personified in this fucking so child honestly
1: freddie just happened in the wrong era if this if it was the podcast era he'd never have to worry about being forgotten
0: Freddie could just run his own version of cereal, Dude, and it wouldn't You'll just be. It wouldn't be Elm week.
1: Street. It would be pretty much the entire world. Right. Else. The way
0: I think of Freddie is Freddie also has very much this kind of genie wish fulfillment, yeah, uh, concept, where Freddie has seemingly unlimited cosmic powers, and he Aladdin can use his in. powers like he could make but an awesome sucked. dream
1: for someone, right? If he wanted in to, in theory,
0: but that doesn't help power him. He would uh, if if Freddie gives you souls. your greatest dream, right? Yeah. Like a make-a-wish dream. Freddy would probably burst into flames and die. He might be like, I finally done right, I atoned. Maybe that's what he needs to do. That would be the actual Last Nightmare movie, is Freddy's trying to help craft the perfect dream for Nancy on her deathbed or something.
1: Yeah. What if everyone he kills is actually having a great time? Wherever <laughs> they're, they're all at. in heaven? Like, thanks, dude. They're like actually inside of Freddy's uh, heart or whatever. It's pretty cool. What would you know? <laughs> be fun
0: is if everyone that Freddy killed ended up becoming a good dream spirit the way he's a bad one.
1: Well, they kind of do, right? Don't they so come So the back rest and help of eternity,
0: us? they're just there helping other other kids not have to deal with Freddy.
1: Yeah. They've built I like, inside of Freddy's dream world, they've built like a safe zone and Freddy can't get- Or yeah, that would they be a have, cool have to movie, haunt dude. Freddy. They become Freddy's Freddy. It's like a Russian nesting doll. He's They're fucking with him now.
0: Yeah, so when Freddy falls asleep on Jesus his health too, couch, bitch. it's like, ha, 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 you're in a world of only – you're in like a nursing home. There's no children around anywhere. It's like, no. It's I mean, all super old, scared.
1: super healthy people.
0: Yeah, right? <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, this one I would say part five is hard for me because I think it's an overall product, it's the second worst movie in the series to Freddy's dead, which is clearly the worst. But this movie has a lot of stuff I really like in it. I love the Amanda Krueger flashbacks. I like the parallel journey with Alice, right? And I think what happens is those scenes become so much more humanizing and compelling that Freddie kind of gets pushed away a little bit, which is actually a fun. Yeah, thing I to felt see. like he
1: wasn't as present in the movie.
0: Yeah, I mean that's what like you could do this as almost a lifetime movie with Alice just dealing with all of this grief. She's just and having a fear nightmares. over her baby. Right. Yeah. You just take away a couple her boyfriend. Di- Cause I mean
1: all in all honesty, dude, Dan fell asleep at the wheel. He probably would have died anyways. Yeah. Just saying.
0: That's true. That's what I mean. Yeah. That, that girl might've starved herself to death, but so this is what I, <laughs> I, I like. I like the fact that Amanda Kruger got to take her narrative back a little bit and mm-hmm. becomes kind of this badass hero despite being this broken woman of tragedy that they literally wall off and want to hide her from the world because she was sent against, right? She comes back and is like, fuck it, I'm so badass. I'll take this, right? So it's empowering to her. Alice standing up and fighting like you can't just take Dan and my kid and no one can have this. I'll fucking fight for it. I think that shit's awesome, man. I really dig it. I like the big imageries of the ending. I love all the... You remember when movies used to do that too? They would just have those giant painting backgrounds. Yeah, when they had that, and the they're asylum, walking up to like, the asylum. Oh, and I was that's like, "That's so cool." And I
1: was like, "Eh,
0: just see." I love that, especially when you realize it's a dream world. It works well for me visually.
1: No, that wasn't a dream world though. That was the girl. Wa- that's the problem I had with it. It wasn't a dream world. It was the girl swimmer. See, you've watched too many movies, dude. This was the girl swimmer. So how well, they you see
0: it more than once, right? No, no, because all of her dreams start in the asylum.
1: Yeah, so the dream girl, or not the dream girl, the uh, swimming girl that doesn't right. die. The way that they kill him is they free Amanda's spirit, and Amanda right. can steal him. And
0: they do the John Woo shot where there's doves in there somehow. The doves fucking got into the brick room.
1: Yeah, John water.
0: Woo. Yeah, that is true.
1: <laughs> yeah, how the fuck are the doves? there? They must Think be of this legs. though.
0: Imagine that awesome painted backdrop mm. that just exists in the middle
1: of this small town. <laughs> yeah, for for, for like a couple of weeks while they're filming
0: asylum church ruins. That's even cooler.
1: Well, it's probably like an old building from that little town. They're like, ooh, this would look cool on like a hill with a. Yeah, but I mean, that looks
0: like Castlevania back there. That is amazingly cool. All the kids would be getting high and drinking there constantly. But I don't know, man. I I think this is the movie where I think we spend a lot of time thinking of Freddy in actual terms of devastation a creature or person like this would cause.
1: Well, because you see all the souls.
0: Yeah, and not only – it just it, – it really hones in on how long Freddy has been spreading his sickness throughout all of us. And, uh, you know, I think that with the mother imagery, I think a lot of that works really well, even when the kills aren't fantastic, right? Like, the eating kill's okay. The comic book kill's okay. Dan's kill looks really cool. It's pretty good. I actually – the best part of that one is Dan sitting in the truck upside down like, hey, Alice –
1: that was gnarly when he's all covered in blood and the trucks on fire dude i like i like the beginning of his scene where he when he i always like the scene in freddy that they do quite often from my memory is when they walk into a diner and it's like dark and there's like one light that's swinging and it's like where is everybody i like that part of uh
0: Part four and part five have the diner where Alice works. And then the remake starts in a diner. Yeah. So it's the, a classic, the remake right? diner
1: scene is my favorite scene. Really. What
0: I like about Dan's death the most, and I think it's best of all three of these. I like the subtle transition from the real world into Freddie entering the dream. Right. So this one has the ripping the arm off the seatbelt, you know, all that kind of stuff, which is really fun. It has this extra layer of dreaming, which is really fun in Dan's death, even though the motorcycle makes no sense to me. It's still cool.
1: Yeah, he's on a motorcycle, but he was driving a truck.
0: Yeah. It's just one of those, it's just silly imagery at that point. But that's what, I think that's the thing. If this movie were only the nightmares that are kind of disjointed, feel very rushed, not well thought out, right? There's no thought into the nightmares. But what they did is they found this human story And they added a lot of depth and extra fun places for you to take uh, your ponderings about Freddy and what he is and why we like him. Mm -hmm. So on that level, I think Dream Child is a success, although it is the second worst in the Nightmare series to me. Yeah. But I think Freddy Krueger kind of is like a a soul food pizza man. A soul food
1: pizza man? What? No,
0: soul food pizza,
1: comma, man.
0: Right? The worst pizza is still pretty good.
1: Oh, and that's how I
0: think of this movie. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I just imagine Freddy as a pizza man.
0: No, remember in part four when uh, he serves Alice the pizza and all the sausages are the faces of her friends that have died? He picks the one up with his, has this <laughs> disgusting sound of his fucking finger going in and then he yeah. cr- crunches the head. And he goes, mmm, soul food. <laughs> awesome. All right, guys, that's it. It all ties for back. For the to. dream child. Oh, you got more? You want to say more? No, I just said it all ties back it all ties that's what i love about nightmare it's all one nightmare <laughs> all right guys that's it for uh nightmare on elm street five the dream child um you know like many children it was born might not be exactly what you want but hey you got it now enjoy it while you have it yeah parenting advice as well <laughs> all right we'll be back tomorrow i believe with uh freddie's dead nightmare yeah. on elm street part six we have the rest of the nightmares all oh, the Friday the Thirteenth, Parasite, The mm. Lighthouse, Three from Hell, Spoiler and on alert. Halloween Day, join us for Freddy vs. Jason. Uh, Sam will be back for the next time we'll hear you is the Friday the Thirteenth or the Night Run Elm Street remake. Yes. So listen up for Sam, guys. Looking Again, forward to that uh, one. If you find us on iTunes, leave us a rating and review. We do appreciate it. We are now officially back on YouTube, where we belong. Yeah, yeah. Uh, under the Nerd Alchemist plural s at the end uh you can find us my other show the long box sessions and a lot of fun uh gaming content that will be coming soon for those of you that are board game junkies like me uh so that's yes. it man for the film alchemist i'm josh graffi i'm sam price it's a boy <laughs> you didn't think i was gonna not do that one right
1: oh god <laughs>